It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, after losses, we tend to get a little frustrated. If you're around small children, old people, or just people who don't like cursing in general, please be advised as there is a large rant in the front of this podcast. We wish you well, and we thank you for listening to the Go Birds podcast right here on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. You're listening to the Go Birds pod, a Radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. Not a fucking chance. Not a fucking chance today. As this is just going to continue on. I know you guys don't even want to listen to the bad news. I don't want to listen to the fucking bad news. I don't want to say it. I don't want to even do this show. Can we just stop right now? The Philadelphia Eagles are two and fucking three. And I apologize to all the children in the room. So maybe, well, this has got to be a disclaimer pod because I'm just going to swear, guys. I I, Honestly, I just, I, I... I, I don't even know really where to start, and I believe that, again, for the next umpteenth week in a row, that everyone's going to point and go, ah, the defense let him down again. Wake up! It's the offense! <laughs> the offense sucks! The offense sucks! The defense has been able to keep this team in games forever. Fat guy touchdowns don't equal wins, and that's where we're at today. I, you know, and this is again, uh, I, I, it's not a panic. It's not like the season's over or anything. It was just a fucking shitty game. And when shitty games come in and happen like this, when you can tell that Carson Wentz is doing everything he can, when politics say, even though Isaac Salamala played okay after that first horrendous drive, is, shit is, is getting stirred up in the pot, and I don't know where it's coming from. This team is nowhere near where it was offensively uh, just a couple of months ago. And we all know why. And there's a bunch of different reasons why. It's injuries. It's getting your quarterback back. It's having literal dead bodies sometimes as your wide receivers that you got to go out there. But the offense continues to be the problem, and I don't want to hear anything more than that this week. That's what it should be. It's what it always should be. Figure it out. That's my message, because I'm out of answers. I don't know who to switch in and switch out. They ran 12 personnel the entire game. It kind of worked. Wendell Smallwood had a really great game. Didn't end up mattering. They can't fucking score points in the red zone, and I do not want to hear anything about Frank Reich and DiFilippo not being here. It's not the issue. It's not the overall issue. They can't score points, James. They can't score points. That's why. <sighs> Thanks. Right? No, I'm not. I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> this is ridiculous. It shouldn't come down to a to an onside kick. It shouldn't. 
the defense held despite Jalen Mills getting burnt by Adam Thielen and then doing really stupid shit and jawing at him and Fletcher Cox rightfully taking his ass and telling him to go shut the fuck up and get to the sideline so you don't get a penalty. This team is just, I don't know what it is. People are going to use discipline, not discipline. They're not together. It's not jelly. I, I, I don't know what it is. Uh, yeah, well, hey, man. This huh. fired up over here. I was a lot of curses, John. Hopefully, it was. Hopefully there are no children listening right now. <laughs> if they are, they've certainly been turned off otherwise. No, this is a disclaimer pod. Yeah, well, There's no bleeps. It's a little late for the disclaimer. No, but for the live, it's different. Yeah. For the oh, replay. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, regardless, uh, I think you make a lot of good points. A little firing how you made them, but... Um, I think it's really the defense's fault, John. I mean, no. <laughs> you tried to get there. You tried uh, to do it, didn't I you? Th- I think that um, they just didn't look together. You know, Peterson, I-, I think you can lay some of the blame at Doug Peterson's feet. I thought Peterson had a really a strange game, especially in the fourth quarter. Some really odd decisions, but the blame goes all the way around. And, yeah, I agree. It is definitely more on the offense than on the defense. The defense played well enough to win today. I don't think there's any question about that. Um, look, Lane Johnson got beat again on a uh, by a guy named Weatherly. I guess Carl Weatherly, maybe. <laughs> I never heard of the guy. Carl before, Weathers? But, yeah, that, well, that, was, Carl the, Weathers that nice. was the joke I was yeah. trying to make there. Um, again, just, just uh, look... Um, People didn't get open. Wentz was under pressure all game long. That's where we really have to talk about. I mean, the offensive line, this went from the best offensive line in football to a line that can't block for their quarterback. And I don't know where the breakdown is. Uh, Look, Sam Hall didn't look good. I don't think he looked Uh -uh. good at all, all game. I know he was better after that first series, but I certainly don't think that switching Sam Hall out was the you know, cure for what ails them right now on the offensive line. But, um, look, it's a very disheartening loss because they just didn't play well. And, you know, it's one of those games where you you feel like they're going to win going in, and as it plays out, they they play well, just well enough to hang in the game, but unable to really make anything happen. And, And just mistake after mistake after mistake. How many turnovers? We see this week in, week out now. There is a Carson Wentz fumble every single week, you know, and yeah. uh, and it's not his fault. He's getting killed out there. But, um, look, Peterson's got a lot to do. Peterson has a lot to do, and, and he has a lot to do. The guys on the offense need to start executing. Uh, it, look, it's a bad spot, and they're playing in three days or four days or whatever. Yeah. So not a lot of time right now to turn this around. Um, yeah, they're in a bad spot right now. 26 dropbacks at one point. I can't remember when they flashed it up against the screen, but 20 of them were pressured. There were six clean pockets at one point for Carson Wentz right up until the fourth quarter was happening. Like, I don't know what's going on with Lane Johnson. I have no idea. It's crazy. Uh, and, and again, we're at the point where it's... does not look good. Doesn't look good. Jason Peters getting hobbled, getting pulled off. You have Vitae in there. He gets bull rushed on his very first play. Like, it, it is... I, I don't get it. I don't know why Wisniewski was not out there at, at some point, you know, and I know that's uh, not even the overlying factor. It's just a, it's a weird thing to me going into this week. That's another just, it doesn't seem like that's a Doug decision or a Stoutland decision. It's just kind of whatever's happening back there. As I tweeted out, somebody must have, you know, he must have pissed in somebody's Cheerios or something. Or see, I, I don't know what's going on, but it's just these different decisions and it doesn't look like they're coming from a whole bunch of different places. Doug's not himself in, in a lot of ways. Totally. You did see big balls Doug go for 
two, and that was awesome. And after understanding, you know, you're going to have to go for two anyway if you miss, and if you make it, well, you it, don't. it, it relieves. I still don't. I, everyone's nah, like, I, like, I, I like I to call. I know the numbers say to go for it. I still don't get it. I don't know why you just don't take the extra point and make it a seven-point game. You're going to have to score a touchdown either way. I guess it's two field goals. You still have a little time to potentially do that, which obviously I think a lot of people had an issue with him not kicking that 58-yarder in that spot. I was okay I, who, with it. Who's okay kicking a 58-yard field I'm okay. goal? I mean, Jake Elliott's got a leg, man, Jesus. in that spot. Look, if if he makes it, and again, look, I, I'm not, I'm saying I was okay with that decision to not kick it, but I understand the argument on the other side. If Look, if they make that field goal, they're going down at the end of the game to kick a game tying field goal or potentially win the game with that last touchdown. Yeah. And obviously, they're playing very different defense against them and all that type of stuff, but I get the idea of trying to go for the field goal there, but it just felt like Doug was off all game, man. It feels like Doug doesn't have that same whatever he had, that magic sauce, that special sauce that he had last year. We're not seeing it so far this season, and that's been across the board. And again, the execution is really the issue. I I would put more on the players than on Doug. Don't get me wrong. Exactly where I was going. Players got to make plays. They got to make plays. Doug Peterson's not playing right tackle and getting his ass beat. Right. But Doug's not been great either. No, and and it's a combination of those things kind of colliding together. So we just got through saying, hey, you know, or yelling at least, Wendell Smallwood had a pretty good game today. A fantastic game, but, you know, you automatically forget, well, third and three, he did drop that ball towards the red zone early in the game, and you're going, well, that's kind of an issue, too. Jay Ajayi fumbling in the red zone. Not great. That was huge. Didn't even get touched, by the way. The ball just popped out. I mean, you're right. Those are the type of mistakes that this team can't afford. This team is not playing well enough to make those types of mistakes and win games. They're leaving points on the board everywhere, whether that might be an extra three or an extra you know, four if they get in with Wendell. Um, and then again, the fat guy touchdown, and you get that reverse, and you're just going, oh my god. That's, that's the entire game right there. I mean, again, I don't. I can't think of one thing other than Jalen Mills getting burnt by Adam Thielen that they did today that goes, <laughs> "Wow, what a terrible performance by the defense!" I can't, you can't allow that to happen, et cetera, et cetera. The 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 awful call, the awful roughing the passer call from Michael oh, Bennett to turn God. it from third and fourteen and that was a to ma- first thing. That goal. was a massive call. Huge. In the game. Obviously led to the touchdown. Ultimately, gate you know part of the what allowed Minnesota to win that football game. That was as bad uh, like that was worse than the Clay Matthews calls it was uh, I what are you what are you supposed to do there is he just supposed to lay there and not tackle just him bounce off and be like, like I'm sorry for touching what you what the hell are you so- <laughs> that was outrageous like, I I don't have words to describe how fucked up that call was I like I like I'm livid it, yeah. th- that was a game defining call right there and it was it was bullshit it was as bullshit as bullshit gets and let's listen Jim Shorts deserves to be called out for a lot of different things we've been through the same gamut of things ever since what 2017 like mm-hmm. the, the off coverages the you can't let him go here you can't let him go there but honestly any team in America College, high school, NFL will take field goals all day. That's what they did in the beginning. Dan Bailey helped them out with two of those. Uh, and you're just sitting there going, no one's taking advantage of this. No one's taking advantage of the momentum. You thought you were going to get second half Doug. You thought, you know, uh, I mean, for what it's worth, it was a great throw from Carson Wentz to Zach Ertz with the very last touchdown pass that was there. And that was that was pretty much it. I would even say that Carson pressed a little bit in this game, too. Nelson Aguilar on a crosser. Don't 
don't know if he gets the first down, but I mean, tries to make an incredibly hard throw to Alshon Jeffrey. I want him to do that nine times out of nine, I guess. I don't know. Go go and be aggressive. <laughs> but you could tell that he was pressing there and again, leaving probably another first down on the field when you get it cut in half by a lateral pass. That's what I'm saying. The Vikings give you another gift and yep. you can't do anything with it. Nothing. I, I mean, what what are they up to? What are, How many points did they score? What was the final? I'm so mad. Was so final. 21. 21 points again. Again. They've been averaging 20.5 this entire season. That's bottom. You're at the bottom of the league. If you have any questions on why they're losing games, it's still right in front of you. It's stuff we've been preaching for now a week now. And this is just, I, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but here we are. Like, this is a mess. I didn't believe that the Eagles' offense of all things would be a mess. I figured, slow start, yeah, it's, it's chugging along, but the red zone numbers have to be awful now. They have to be. They were at 54% well, somewhere were, around they there. They were historically great last <sighs> year in the red zone. But this isn't on even third, average. On third down, all that I'm with you. I'm saying that I mean, you look at last year, especially with Wentz on the field, they were historically great on third down. Obviously, historically great on fourth down. Historically great in the red zone. Um, yeah, man, that, that that's a real issue. It's a different. And look, the numbers they put up last year are not repeatable. I mean, they were so great that that you know you, it's impossible to repeat those types of numbers. But that's the difference between winning and losing. That's what made them such a great offense last year. It was their defining characteristic as an offense was their ability to convert in tough situations. And we've seen none of that so far this year. None of it. And the other big issue right now, I mean, if you're going to point something out defensively, I mean, it's it is really hard to just stick Avante. Maddox out there as a yeah. starter. I know Corey Graham, I think, was hobbled at one point, too. Yeah. It was kind of sort of the and plan Jaylen going Mills into this. has not been playing well. Can no, we he not? hasn't. Everyone's he has not been playing like, well. Oh, everyone just plays Jalen Mills, but blame this, 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 and that. Yeah, but we can still fucking blame Jalen Mills. Of course you can. He sucked Of course you can. Again, every single game this year, that guy has sucked ass out there. But here's Except the thing. Except for the second game, he had one okay, third yeah, yeah. game. He but, had one okay game. But then he comes back twice and stops them and yeah. They have to kick sure, a field goal. So I'm, sure. I'm just saying, yeah. It's, he made it's, a couple plays. Sure. Right, right, right. And mouthed off at the wrong time yeah. as well. But again, I, I don't, I do not care about yards and neither should you. We are in a different NFL, guys. Like if it's constantly the thing that's beating you for touchdowns, yes. That didn't happen today. Again, it didn't happen I agree. today. But the, the safety thing. That's a big issue. Yeah, it's a real issue. I, I don't, and I, you, I don't think you can feel comfortable with Avante Maddox being out there a hundred percent of the snaps or whatever. But there's also there's not a lot of solutions that you can really do in season. And all the Almost all the Le'Veon Bell talk that we get right into, you start thinking, well, I don't know what's the Honey Badger up to. Yeah. What, what do the Houston Texans feel like doing on a, on a one-year deal? And that's, again, how much effort you're going to give up. And really just, man, uh, I, I know that I said the 2019 offseason was going to be very important. It's incredibly important now. It's incredibly important with all these different moving parts that you just didn't expect this year either. I mean, uh, again, I, I, we even said on the WIP show that a lot of people were probably ignoring those red flags coming into the start of this season and, like, everything's cool and cruising. And, man, I'm even sitting here going – God, I'm so sick about hearing the Super Bowl, and yet I'm in a Super Bowl T-shirt. I'm in a Super Bowl. Hat. Other, I, like I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. And 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 I, I like. I know it's not a popular opinion to say it, but 
That loss today hurt less than it did last year. Oh, of course. It yeah, we'd be did. steaming. Like, I'm we'd be sorry, steaming right now. The Super Bowl, Matt, people always want to just shirk it aside. And yes, I do think that part of the reason we are seeing these guys play like this is because they played so deep into February and they had such a long season last year. So I do think that it matters in terms of production on the field. But for us as fans, like it is okay to not feel the same pain because your team won the Super Bowl last year. That is okay. The Eagles won the Super Bowl. They are still, until this season ends, the reigning champions of the National Football League. And I'm not excusing losing. I'm not excusing poor play or fuck-ups or whatever. But what I am saying is that it doesn't hurt as bad. It just doesn't. Yeah, for us. And that's okay. Yeah. It's okay for it not to hurt as bad. We won the Super Bowl. Revel in that. Just because this team is 2-3 and three and not playing as well as we want them to doesn't mean that they didn't just win the Super Bowl and that we shouldn't still... A, enjoy that ourselves and and feel positive about things related to football, and B, rub it in other people's faces. Till the year is over, never let it go. Also, uh, uh, Joseph actually making a pretty funny comment here on Facebook Live, and you can catch us here every time that we go live on Go Birds WIP. Could have had the Honey Badger if you didn't draft Matt Barkley. Fair point. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it, I thought he was second. I thought it was second or third he round was pick a third, in there, but third round. Yeah, Barkley was a, a fourth rounder, so probably not. But yeah. whoever the shitty third round pick was, yeah, that year. whoever that guy was, yeah. uh, that was. Yeah, who was it? Logan, actually, yeah, I so think it was. But Logan, it was okay. But but still. You know, uh, I I just get the feeling like it is it is that. I mean, I uh, you can even say just I don't even know if they're hungover. I think they're still drunk on the Super Bowl yeah. a little bit. You know, and I, I it's mean, it's not, just I think it's part mentality, but it's also part like just a physical fact. That's why it's just so happens. hard to repeat. Yeah. You know, we keep talking about that as a, a it's really hard to repeat, you guys. But when you stop and think about it, there are real reasons for why it's really hard to repeat. One of those reasons is guys playing up up extra quarter of a season than they normally would yeah. and having less time to recover, less time to get ready for the next season. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. It really does. You just hope that it's the kind of thing that they can play themselves back into the shape they need to be in and that ultimately they can find a way to work out these kinks. But yeah, it's certainly the the two and three start is not buoyed many no, people's no. spirits as far as that goes. Yeah, and uh, and that's the thing now, too, is because, you know, Elliot is now officially out. I know he's not here to kind of defend himself, but he pretty much he's laid out. it on the line for the last three games. He's out on this team. He said if they win in two and three, that was it. You know, you can kiss the, the first or second seed kind of goodbye there. I'm I'm still not really buying into that yet. I'm not out. That's no, crazy I, I, There's no way I'm out. I am, I am approaching and probably farther on out now if, listen, I uh, God bless Graham Gano today because Shout out I, to Graham. I, sixty-three back to back back to back awesome. sixty yarders almost the same week. Yeah, almost oh the awesome. same week that the Giants lose to that. Yeah, but, but you're going like wow. Uh, oh, that was a that was a good feeling heading into this game and being like, all right, you're going to go and beat this team down. But got to be honest with you, the Giants played Carolina really tough, and they weren't the ones that were long on rest and that they were going there. So they still got to travel and come up to New York. There's a lot of different things yeah. that can happen, but those are t- tough. I don't going expect this thing on, to be easy. It's tough going on road on Thursdays. Yeah, like that's just it's a tough thing to do in the NFL. To wherever you're going, it is tough to go on the road on a Thursday and win. It's just tough. Yeah, and James Carter's even actually, you know, how to how the f do you expect them to win ten games? 
I, I, well, I don't. I can't give you a, the greatest answer in the world. They have but not played a division game yet. So true. If we all believe that they are the best team in this division, you figure that that's a chance for five wins there or something like that potentially. And that's part of this too. Is this you know we're about to switch it over and watch Sunday night football tonight. I am. I am still not confident in any other team in this division. Nope. And just like we were saying, uh, you know, coming into this game, too, is just like, yeah, if for some reason, hey, a couple of big reasons why they lost uh, the game today, you still have, you know, Washington has not proven anything. Dallas hasn't proven anything. Just like we were saying, the Giants certainly haven't proven anything. But that's where it gets two and four. You have a division loss now on there. Oh, then, yeah. This then, is a then big it's game. starting it's a big to punt pun away the season territory, it's or at least it'll tough, feel like it. Yeah. yeah. It's, look, they, they need to win on Thursday night for, for everyone's sanity. But in terms of is the season over and all that, I, I, I think that's just an absurd thing to say. This Again, this is a team that won the Super Bowl last year. And yeah. to say that they can't put it together, to say that with Carson Wentz they can't go on a run, they can't iron out the kinks, I, I think is Absurd. I think it's a silly thing to say. Well, let's do this because, as I mentioned at the beginning of the kind of the stuff that you'll probably hear over the next couple of days, good take, bad take. Ooh, is that that John DeFilippo and Frank Reich have impacted the way that this offense operates? I think that's a good take. I think I think them being gone matters. I I, I don't know how much it matters. I don't know about the degree of it, yeah, but there are a lot of people that start to feel it, that way. I don't know how much it matters, but you you have to just assume, just as human beings, right? If if Frank Reich is someone that Doug Peterson feels incredibly comfortable with, someone whose opinion he trusts. Yeah. He's going to, you know, Frank is going to be able to call him out in spots. Frank is going to be able to correct things. Frank is going to be able to say, yo, Doug, don't do that. Do this. And Doug's going to listen and trust him. We don't know what Doug's relationship is with Mike Groh. We don't know if they're no. at that, that point yet. Or seems Mike like Groh, it's good. It seems like it's good, yeah. but we don't know if Mike Groh has the confidence to to call Doug out when he disagrees and all that type of stuff. We just don't know what the relationship is. And I think that, I mean, look, the way the, the offense hasn't looked as good from a schematic perspective yet this season. From the calls in the moment, from the, the way they've gone about running the offense and the play calls themselves have not been as good as last season. You can't argue against that. So... Sure, I think there could be a you know factor in that. Uh, I'll get back to that point in a second. Les Bowen just tweeting out right now to Isaac Sayomala once again refuses to talk, uh, but then kind of goes on old manish and says there's, there's, there are league rules about this stuff. As the Eagles are aware ab- about that, I mean the, you can uh, less unfortunately uh, can, you can you can refuse to talk in, well, you, in a locker room. Technically, it's okay. you can. No, he's less is right. There are the the NFL, is that right? Oh, hundred okay. percent. Less is correct. The NFL has rules. These players have to talk after games. That's why Marshawn Michael Bennett Lynch, also declined to talk to the media Marshall as well. That's why Marshawn Lynch got fined for not talking. So they can find him. Isaac Samal probably will get fined if he does not talk and it is made aware to the team, to the NFL, that he didn't talk. Players still have that right, but they will lose money for it. Less is correct. Uh, some good news, too. Sidney Jones says he just twisted his ankle. That was kind of a scary moment where like, oh, God, please, please don't be the Achilles. And then, of course, our own Elliot Shore Parks uh, chiming in. Walt Coleman, the head ref on uh, Michael Bennett's penalty. Uh, this is uh, per the pool reporter of uh, Ruben Frank, who always does a fantastic job of doing that. He went low into the QB's knees with his shoulders with force. The rule is you can't hit the QB low in the knees area or below with force. That is bullshit. He went to his fucking butt. He hit him in the 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 ass. He hit him in the ass. Uh, Walt Coleman! I know. Walt! I'm not a fan of you, Walt! We're coming for you, Walt! Uh, Freaking Walt. To a a degree, I think it's going to be overblown in terms of... Start calling him Walter, just so you know. It's Walter (laughs) Coleman now. Yeah, what is Mitchell 
Mitchell Trubisky like to be called? It's Mitchell, right? Instead he likes of Mitch. Mitchell. Yeah, Mitch. That's Suck how I. That was Mitch. my role towards you him and too. Walter should go hang out. I think be a pe- lot of fun. I think it's going to be completely overblown by. And I even was one of the guys that said I was very concerned about DiFilippo leaving, and that mainly was because the relationship between him and Carson Wentz early on, I think they kind of challenged each other their rookie year, and you heard stories in the 2017 how that kind of got elevated to a point where like, all right, I'll start listening to you. My mechanics are better. The zip is better. All that. I think that relationship mattered. I, I don't know what it See, is with I think Press that one, Taylor. I think that one mattered less than the Frank-Doug relationship, personally. No, I, I, I agree okay. with that, too. Okay, That's cool. what I'm saying. I'm saying the only, the only real things was like, is that going to hurt Carson? Clearly, really hasn't. It doesn't. You know, look like it doesn't. It has, doesn't no. look like that. And most of the time, uh, our good friend Brandon, a long time ago, said that that was part of the deal. I mean, how many times does a QB coach really affect, especially the great play uh-huh. of of a QB? I don't think that that matters. Yeah, I think him and Frank are the bigger ones. I don't yeah. think Filippo's kind of in that in that mix there. And that's something that I didn't really believe honestly until Ross Tucker. It's your fault, man. You <laughs> tweeted at Jim Ursay. I, I gotta blame you. Like there was that through that whole disaster, hey, you need to you need to give uh you need to give Frank Reich a call. And then and then they did. Way so to go, Ross. way to go, Ross. Thanks for screwing up our season. We'll talk to him this week at some point too. But I don't I think it's an okay take. If there's I know that's not the game. So actually I'm gonna say it's a bad take overall uh, because I don't it's a good take. I, I don't think it, it is a far reaching thing and this is what you're gonna but this is what it drums up now right like it goes back to the same things from 2016 early 2017 where like so and so made Doug first it was Carson Wentz now it's the offensive coordinators now it's this now it's that like it's it's not that guys no. it's 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 incredibly crazy that the Eagles won a Super Bowl last year and how they did it in the first place, mm-hmm. you know. And and we set our sights on dynasty, and they said the new norm, and all these other different things. And in reality, when you look at the what was left here after having to get to there and going to the Super Bowl and losing Timmy Jernigan, there's all this massacre of stuff, and then coming back into the season and adjusting with coordinators and players and personnel and getting to know new personalities and the Garrett Bluntley. Like it all changed, and you know, kind of, you just got to have a pivot point now. But uh, it, it's it's really just about growing and getting better, and that's what it's a really boring take. But that's what they have to do. Yeah. And by the way, whoever the challenge guy is, fire him. Oh yeah. What very, was that? That was one of maybe maybe I was gonna say one of, but I, I'll start go there. Start. That is the worst <laughs> challenge I've ever seen. The. He had in the history of challenges, Diggs had three feet in. It was like, what the fuck are we doing here? I, I was so crazy. He threw. The, I thought it was a joke. I was like, wait, did he just drop the flag? What happened? That was as bad as it gets. But to your your point, I a hundred percent agree with you. Like the whole is Doug good thing is just ridiculous. Man, like we're give already the guy back a there to adjust to a new situation. I think that's what we have to do with this whole team and the players. I think obviously because they won the Super Bowl last year, our expectations are winning a Super Bowl this year, and I think that's fair. That's what they should be. We are fans and all that, but I do think that when you step back and show and have a little perspective on it, you can realize like, hey, 
yeah, it makes sense that they're struggling right now. It makes sense that they're not yeah. where they need to be. But I still believe that that doesn't mean they can't get there. This right. team still has a ton of talent. If things can start to gel in, this offensive line is so much more talented than they've shown. The The offensive weapons are more talented than they've shown. The secondary is more talented than they've shown. If they can start to put it together, I still think they have the talent to do something special. But yeah, right now it's not, it's not it's looking not great. great. It's and, not great. And listen, it's going to sound stupid coming off a frustrating loss like this, but I can't to close a book five weeks into the season after coming into the Super Bowl is rather crazy. Well, much like me doubting we, Nick Foles yeah, we for. You saw Nick Foles win a Super Bowl, and you're going to say two and three the season's over? Yeah, like listen, stop. It 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 it's not like that. But there are a lot of problems to fix, and there's identifiers of like, all right, what? Do, and I even even in the Please, Doug, run the ball. Doug ran the ball. Doug yeah. ran the ball after a fumble in the red zone and kept continuing well, because was it was thing. working. His calls are weird. Like the like, <laughs> I, I don't understand a lot of his decision making. Like when he's been running, when he's been throwing, it's just it doesn't seem like he has that ninja type feel that he did last year. Yeah. I, I hope he gets it back soon. Yeah, yeah, uh, me too. And it's just, uh, and, and the thing is, if there's, I mean. Are there any silver linings in this that you're looking and going, well, there, there's at least one for me, and it happens to be the most important thing in the franchise. As much as it sucks that Carson Wentz is taking hits, I mean, he's still kind of mini houdini yeah. like he did in Washington. That was a lot different. Totally. The, the runs sliding yep. pro- at the proper time, not being, you know, Carson uh, Lynch exactly at like any point. He looked physically he before. He does. It's unbelievable. Everything. Like, you, it's, you wouldn't have ne- noticed. It's, uh, he looks like he never hurt his knee. Been that way in training camp. It's unbelievable. OTAs. It since then. So, like, you, that is by far the silver. That's gold lining. All right. Gold lining. Silver lining. That's the gold lining here. Because, uh, uh, yeah, I'm with you. That is a. That's all you want to see. I, again, if if you told me that 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 the one thing that I know for sure is going to happen at the end of the 2018 season is that Carson Wentz makes it through healthy and looks great, <laughs> I'll say I don't care what else happens. Yeah, like it's yeah, that important. Right. It is the most important thing for this team's future. And then it's and it's kind of building it up again too. See, that's why I I always thought that Howie's moves in the offseason weren't really. Hey, we got to go back and win the Super Bowl. A lot of it was, well, we got to mask some of this stuff, like the the Michael Bennett trade and all that. wasn't to get more powerful. It was like, hey, you know, we got to we got to find a way to recreate Timmy Jernigan somehow. And they've kind of done that a little bit. I actually thought that was that was the other silver lining too. Is just thank God that Brandon Graham got a sack today. BG played great. Yeah, the, He's the, one whole, of the best players on the field today. I thought the whole D line played great but again like here's what's weird about here's where I'll always criticize Jim Schwartz the blitzes again right timing just completely transparent no where they're coming from with it too. they get held up and maybe yeah. there were some holds in there in between it's but the like same thing we always see the same blitzes zero coverage yeah. here comes everybody here comes the corner yeah. here comes Jordan Hicks like it's just it's every time it, it's like paint by numbers defense yeah. sometimes and, yeah. and it and it really that's what irks me too I will say I didn't I don't know if it was because certainly because it wasn't because anything Jim Schwartz did at least I don't think so Jalen was I didn't see Jalen on Stefan Diggs nearly at all today. It was good. Yeah, so I don't know yeah. if that I have to go back and watch again, but I didn't I, mean, I didn't see that happen. Adam Thielen. I still Adam really, Thielen. Couldn't really cover him too well, but yeah, I'm with you. That was nice. Those two guys, man, Diggs and Thielen are, are just awesome. They are they are such great route runners. 
They're special players. It yeah, was, they was are. A tough task today for the secondary. I mean, that's one thing I would I'd switch in a heartbeat, man. Give, give Carson those two guys. The oh offense my God. Would be can, fine. Can you imagine? Whew, Come God. on. Uh, and speaking of that, that's what that's oh, what. Wait, real quick, real yeah, quick. Yeah. This is just for Elliot. What the fuck was Jordan Matthews doing, running out of bounds at the two minute warning, Elliot? Uh, Mr. Heady Player, coach's <laughs> dream. Are you serious? He like put the ball. He's like, I gotta get to the sideline as quickly as I can. Yeah, two seriously. Morning, you fucking moron. Yeah. Sorry, I had to. No, no, that's totally to. fine. That's Sorry. fine. Let's I get love in there. Matt, but but, but I will done. say, Shelton Gibson comes on the Shelton. show Friday night. Has one you big catch for forty-eight got hours. The go birds bump. Got that's the go birds bump. However, uh, who led in receiving today? Uh, Zach Ertz. No, it. it was Shelton Gibson from the wide receivers with oh, wide receivers. Forty-eight. Yeah, I phrased See, it improperly. Yeah, Zach, Ertz Zach Ertz had another Zach, big game. Exactly. Had a hundred plus or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. But uh, Shelton Gibson was only the only guy that caught How a ball. About that? And forty-eight yards was good enough for. How about and it's that? so weird too because I was like, I swear, Alshon Jeffrey was targeted more than that. And then you look back and like, eh, <laughs> not, not, not really. Yeah. And he got popped yeah, pretty that, bad that too. That was a tough spot. Like he, he should have caught it, but that was a tough, perfect. Timing, you know, and I'm not going to kill him for it, but especially that fourth and one catch he had on the the touchdown drive before was the play of the game for yeah. the Eagles. So I'm not going to I'm not going to kill Alshon, but no. should have had that one. Um, listen, they got to they got to find a way to get their groove back, and guess what? They have to do it fast. Just like, like Stella, two and four is unacceptable. Two and three, that's what I'm saying. We all said three and three. You manage through there. You just kind of push it through. Even at two, and I'll even be crazy. Even at two and four, even though I won't agree with it myself, two and four. There's still it's not dead. They're definitely but it's, not dead. But it's lifeline at it's, two it's and four. It's just not great, especially yeah. losing the Giants. But it's not a must win. I, I can't go. Oh there. no, I, it's a must win though. I can't go. The, I, I feel. I feel like this. Yeah, I this is I this is where be, this is I must win. It would be uh, for my own sanity. Maybe not for the here, season. It's not. It's not a must win. <laughs> it's not a must win. Uh, NFC sucks. Just get there. No, it does. It really does suck. It's it's terrible. So. The NFC is not great, uh, and the NFC East is. Probably not that great. I don't know if the, the oh, we still good. 20, 20 minutes, fifteen minutes before those takes, it might may end up being bad. As you know, good. Dallas might steamroll yeah. Houston. I have no idea what's going to come, but hopefully that there's at least a little bit of help there for that. Uh, we're going to keep this short and sweet because for us it's a short week too, and we're yeah, reacting buddy. to a lot. Uh, we will uh, be rolling. Uh, all the way through the week, and uh, I'm sure we'll get uh, Elliot's thoughts. Uh, basically, we're going to have a preview pod that drops on Tuesday because that's how fast the turnaround yeah. is. We're going to move a whole bunch of other stuff that's around. So that'll give us some time to kind of digest, look back. Doug's going to speak tomorrow. There's something crazy that happens, obviously, like, uh, I don't know, Le'Veon Bell coming here, which is or, or the Honey Badger or something. I don't know. We just we need a, we need a glowing light that's probably not going to happen on a short week anyway. So Yeah, uh, <laughs> well, it's not the week for it to happen, most likely, but. But uh, you can come and join us because we will be at the Mayfair Business District uh, Thursday night for uh, the lead up to the game. And there's a lot of fun things that happen around there. There's t shirt companies and donut companies. I had a falafel there. It's it was a blast, amazing. Yeah. There's, uh, uh, you know, uh, what is it? The Dumpy Ford Dumpy is there. Ford's there. There's lots of, oh, plus uh, Tank will Factory be there signing autographs. Todd Harriman's will be there as well. Uh, we'll be doing like a live show to the crowd for about two hours and stuff. So uh, maybe we can all either laugh, cry, scream and be together. 
together for Thursday night football as it is the first division game for the Eagles. Again, the Mayfair Business Center happening. You can check all this out at Go Birds Pod right there. That is at James Seltzer. I am John Barger- Barchard. I don't even know how to pronounce my uh, my last name. That's Barchard. how crazy. Uh, a big thank you once again to Casey Young for being here with us, even though he's n- nestled in the corner uh, trying to be uh, quiet. Nestled. This is very nice over there. Uh, Todd from South Philly. Of course, Stephen Lee for all producing this fine program today. This has been Go Birds number 20 live on Facebook and also right here on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. We'll see you guys. Go Birds.